Today we're talking about how to conduct an after-event evaluation meeting for your local church here at the Better Sundays Podcast at ReachKeep.com. Welcome to the Better Sundays Podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. Good to have you here. This is Mike Holmes, and we are talking about a very important topic that needs to be covered, and that is how to evaluate the events that your local church runs and how to conduct a meeting. We've done several things now for church leadership on how to conduct board meetings and staff meetings and all sorts of things. In fact, we've had a lot of people download our worksheets there for our staff meeting uh, tips and tricks, and you can download those at reachkeep.com slash worksheets. But today we are covering an all-important thing, and that is how to conduct an event evaluation meeting. So it's an after-event eval meeting is what we call them, where we sit down and go, how did it go? And what can we do better? And this is probably one of the most important meetings that you will do. You will find you'll generate more energy out of this because it's a place where there's true honesty. You're not just, uh, you're, you're not dealing with agendas or calendars or budgets or money. You're dealing with things that just happened. And there's a, just a real rawness to these type of meetings that is very, very healthy for a church. And it really builds a lot of trust. In fact, of all the meetings that you do, this will probably turn out to become one of your favorite type of meetings that you will run is the after event eval meeting where you sit down and just really kind of tackle uh, how how you can improve for the next time. So it's a great thing. So that's what we're covering today here at the Better Sundays podcast. We want to thank you for being with us. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm Mike. I am the founding pastor here at the Sinclair Baptist Church, and we appreciate every one of you that is watching out here, whether you're watching on Facebook or you're watching on our YouTube channel. Uh, thank you so much. Give us the thumbs up. If you like this, uh, you can hit the subscribe button and that little bell there, and that means you'll get notified when these come up. That's always helpful. Or you can just watch them as uh, you kind of get notifications from us. But we're grateful for everyone who has subscribed. We are well on our way to 1,000 subscribers. That is my goal uh, by the end of the year and really looking forward to that. So you're the ones that make that happen. So uh, give us a thumbs up and a subscribe, and we appreciate it. We're going to be giving you three really simple, I mean, these are simple things, and, and they you won't forget the way they work, and you won't forget how they sound. They all kind of have a little rhyme to them, and I'm going to get to that in just a little bit, um, the three things, and, and you will do these forever for the rest of your time. Uh, you'll be doing evaluation meetings, you know, 20 years from now, you'll use these three terms, boom, 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 and uh, the, it will work for you. Guarantee, been doing them for years, and this is uh, the way it works. It's just really, really simple stuff. Before we get there, though, let me talk just a little bit about evaluation meetings, because many times they get neglected, or they get bypassed, or they just don't happen. And I think that that is a, a problem. It is really, again, as I said, one of the healthier meetings that you have, but it is also something that's going to take your organization steps forward. You're going to be taking big steps when you have a meeting like this. Many meetings, you're just kind of discussing things and dealing with the problem and kind of getting back to normal or whatever, but this will advance your organization, your church, your you know Sunday school whatever piece of the local church that you are uh, in, in, in charge of. It's going to be very profitable. Now, I wrote down some reasons why people don't do these kind of meetings. And 
And I uh, spend a lot of time coaching uh, with different churches and pastors and talk with them, and I hear some of these type of reasons. So these are some just plain things that are out there. Um, one of them is uh, we don't want to get too business-like. In other words, we're going to let God's will be done. We're not going to get all you know corporate here and uh, do stuff like that. And I believe that that really there's a fallacy there. I believe the Lord's work is worth doing excellently. And if we don't take time to get feedback and, and really improve and sharpen up, we will become dull. If you don't take time to sharpen your axe, you will become dull. And this is a very, very important part of the of the axe sharpening process. So um, it, it's not too business-like or it's not too corporate to have a valuation meeting. Uh, another one is sort of this, uh, you know, it was what it was, it is what it is, it's something, you know, we can't change it. it already happened and and i understand if you have a, a you know a meeting or an event or whatever it happens to be uh yeah it's over with we do know that but we can change it for the future and we can you know sharpen ourselves up to get better so uh the the kind of that fatalistic it is what it is thing uh, i don't think is a good thing either um here's a one here this one a lot and that is our best efforts were made and we don't really want to be critical and let me say something as a pastor i do not want to be known as a critical person, uh, someone that constantly criticizing. And I think that there needs to be a clear differentiation between being critical and actually sharpening things up. And criticizing with a critical spirit uh, is not a good thing. And I, I don't think we should do it that way. But when you do it in a formal meeting, everybody's pitching in, and it is really a building up and an edifying type of a thing. And yes, the best efforts were made, um, but and it's not that we want to be critical, but we do want to get better. Uh, another one here, there's a lot, and this is like, well, the word was preached, you know, and the word won't return void, and the seeds were planted, and, you know, that it is what it is, sort of that type of thing. And I already somewhat addressed that. Of course, the word was preached, and that's going to be good. Um, but if we like fail to, for, for example, if you fail to tell everybody when your meeting was, say you say you had an event, a Sunday school event, we'll say, and it was going to be like at ten o'clock on a Saturday in a park, and you invited all the Sunday school kids to come, but you failed, okay, to announce that it was at ten o'clock, and everybody showed up at like say eleven o'clock, or they didn't know when to show up, and so they were confused, and then they didn't come, then the word wasn't really preached to as many as could have been there. In other words, we really want to make sure that we do it right so that we do get the word out to as many as possible, and we want to sharpen up and make sure we're doing things right in that regard. So uh, yes, the word will not return void. I understand that concept, uh, but it is an uh, important thing. Um, let's see, the uh, next one here, I got two more. Uh, laziness, and this is just the idea of uh, one more meeting. I just can't, I can't take any more meetings. Um, Folks, meetings are going to be, and if you start to do meetings the way that we've been teaching you over the last several weeks, and if you've not followed any of these, you can read, to, uh, watch some of our last couple podcasts, uh, Death by Deacon Meeting, Death by Meeting, How to Commit Local Church Suicide. All of those were some very important things to deal with leadership and how to handle some of your meetings. And again, if you get some of those worksheets at reachkeep.com slash worksheets, you will be able to have good meetings and then 
this will become a great meeting, and it will not be the kind of meeting that you'll put off. It'll be the kind of meeting that you really, really look forward to. Uh, so don't be don't be lazy and say, oh, I, I don't need any more meetings. Everyone's so tired. We don't want to do any valuation. Now, let me say something. After in, every NFL football game, there's probably a time of rest, and I'm sure they you know have some type of uh, you know protocol where they rest for X number of hours or come in the next day. But I guarantee you that there's evaluation going on. And for, for many of those, I'm sure, if it, especially if a team lost on the jet while they're flying back to their little city, wherever they came from, I'm sure some of the best teams are getting together and talking about, hey, how could we make this better? And then, of course, then on Monday morning or Tuesday, however it works in football land, I don't really know, but they are getting together and doing that. So it's, certainly it is worth it. And if they can do it, then we can do it. So let's make sure we do it. And the last one here kind of goes with one of already said, but it is the idea of fear. And that is the fear of, of being known as a critical person, or if it, this happens, okay, the fear of being criticized. I do not like to be criticized, okay? I do not like it any more than you like it. It is not fun to have someone say, yeah, you really dropped the ball right there, and you really messed up. But I know that in a, a evaluation meeting, it's not critical towards me as a person. They love me. They care for me. I'm their pastor. We're friends. We're working our way through this. They're just saying, pastor, you could have, you know, we needed to dismiss on time, and you went way too long, and that really messed up everything, kind of went downhill from there. Uh, there's times when I've had that happen and I've had to like, yes, okay, well, thank you for letting me know that. Or I, you know, failed to announce something is probably one of the biggest things. I failed to announce that we're going to do this or we're going to take a break or whatever. I've had this where at church where like we have the kids and they're all in the sermon, we're going to dismiss them and send them out, you know, for a special kids thing. And I just like so excited about my sermon, I just go right into it. And eventually some people kind of get up and start walking out. And afterwards they're like, Pastor, could you make sure you announce that a little clearer? Because we had some visitors and they didn't know if their kids should leave. And I, you know what? I need that. I need to be sharpened up. And if you are a leader, there is a fear of being criticized. But in this environment, when we show you how to create this environment, it will be a good meeting for you. And it will not feel like criticism. It will feel like sharpening the axe and that you're better. And, and we are a team. And all of us are smarter than one of us. All of us can work better than just one person. And we really need to be a team. I think you're probably seeing that in some of our last you know, 10 or so podcasts and, and YouTube recordings here that we are a team, a ministry team, and we work together. And uh, so just a very important thing. So, all right, so uh, we're going to get to these big three here in just a second. Let me just kind of give you what it looks like. Uh, number one, that meeting will have all the key players will be there. Make sure that you have all your key players and try to let them know ahead of time there'll be an evaluation meeting afterwards so that's clear and everybody can be there. If someone isn't there, it does make it kind of awkward because if something went wrong, people don't want to criticize something when a person isn't there to defend themselves or answer the reason like why something uh, went awry, uh, they're going to uh, be kind of hold back on that. So you want to get your key players there. And then also, if you have, uh, you know, what I would call line workers or people that are not necessarily were in leadership, but they were, you know, helping do different things, crowd control, some of those things, getting some of those people in on a meeting is a good thing. It's amazing what some people will say 
and the viewpoint that they have as a person who was not in charge but was just there doing their little piece of the refreshments or their little piece of the crowd control or their little bit of security. If you can get some of those people in there, if it's appropriate, uh, bring those into an evaluation meeting and you'll find uh, that you'll get some very good feedback from them. So uh, make sure the key players are there. Make sure you do it soon. Uh, Don't wait, you know, two or three weeks. Try to get an eval meeting in within, you know, the seven to 10 days. Uh, If you can do it, you know, a few days later, that is the best. Everything is very fresh and everything is really clear, but don't wait too long. Uh, Make sure then that everybody participates and you don't have a quiet person because it's the quiet people that often have some of the best suggestions. So the way that I handle that meeting, okay, when we get to these big three things, I'll show you. The very first one, especially, we just say, hey, we're going to, uh, we're going to celebrate and talk about some things that went good here. And we're going to start right here and we're going all the way around the table and every single person is going to say something that went really good and they really liked and you can't repeat. So don't just keep saying the same thing all the way around. So start right here. Boom. Okay. Next, 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 next. You kind of work your way around, and in a very short order, uh, everybody has participated. Uh, you really want to participate in it the first part because when we get to the like what went wrong portion of this, it is you really want them to you know, participate there as well and get some of that feedback. Cause again, people saw things that you didn't, uh, that you didn't know about. And you want to make sure you get all the feedback you possibly can get feedback from 15 people is better than feedback from two. Okay. You will get a lot more. So make sure that you do that. Um, and then, uh, one thing that works really well for us is our executive secretary is often in these meetings and she will file some things. So if there's some suggestions, if it's an annual, type event you're going to do it again uh back to our regular uh illustration we use like christmas program you have a christmas program and you're dressing kids up in costumes and you got parents here and you got this here and you're doing this and you're taking pictures and you're doing all that if there's something that didn't go good you write that down in the notes put that in the christmas file and then next like you know november well probably be more like september when you start talking about your christmas program you pull that file out and you go oh remember last year we forgot to get the crowns for all the kings, the wise men or whatever. It's like, oh, don't forget that. Let's get better crowns this year. Uh, but you write the notes in a file and and then bring those back out if it's something that is a reoccurring type of, of deal. So uh, let's get to, there you go. Let's get to the big, uh, the big three. Here, here we go. This is really easy. We're going to cover in this evaluation meeting, three, count them, three, three things. Okay. Three. Uh, what went right? What went wrong? And what was confusing? Okay, let me say that again. This is real simple. What went right? What went wrong? And what was confusing? And we're going to cover, we're not going to say, all right, just let's just discuss all three of those. We're going to do one of them at a time. So we're going to start out, what went right? Let's celebrate. What was one of your favorite things about the Christmas pageant? The favorite thing about the Easter uh, event that we had? The favorite thing about the revival meetings? The favorite thing about the big missions conference banquet that we just put on? What was one of your favorite things? Let's just praise the Lord. Start right here. And people go, like, and I, I say, just give one. And they go, what if I have two? I said, We'll tell you what, we'll make two laps then. Okay, so one, just one. Okay, very good. Yep, that's good. Yep, we kind of work our way through, you know, not lengthy things, just sentence or two, some praise. Right, should we make another lap? Yeah, let's go around. Often make double laps, you know, with everybody on what went right, and let's just celebrate. 
And that is a good thing. It's a very, and it sets the tone, and everyone's talking, and it really is, again, the idea of, hey, we're going to praise God. We just worked hard and put on a big event, and we want to thank God for what happened. And so what went right? The second one is, uh, and, and by the way, on the, on the what went, uh, the what went uh, right thing there, um, these can be, you know, just some real simple things like, you know, my friend so-and-so came to the meeting. Uh, you know, I you know we didn't have a, we didn't have to use the first aid kit. If you're on teen stuff, it's like we didn't use a first aid kit. Yes, okay. Praise the Lord for that. So they can be really simple. They don't have to be complex. And and by the way, as the leader, always start. Make sure that you start and kind of pass that on. The next one is what went wrong. Number two, what went wrong. Now, this one for sure, as the leader, you need to start it. You need to be the one that first says it so that people understand that you are kind of like taking some responsibility and you say, what went wrong? You know what? I forgot to turn the microphone on. Okay, till halfway through the sermon. Okay, <laughs> and I space it out. I am so sorry for those of you that were doing the recording. It really messed things up because I got that little switch there, and I thought I got it on, but it didn't. And I realized, and so I finally got it turned on. I forgot that, and uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, let's let's go ahead. What 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 else went wrong? Where's something here? And we just kind of go around. Okay, and you go all the way around as as much as you can, and again, just kind of some things that, and and these are not as prevalent as the celebrate. Celebrate, it's like you know, I got three things I want to celebrate. You know, when you get the what went wrong, nobody wants to be known as the critical person. So there's very few people that are going to go. Well, I got like five things I want to talk about. Um, you're not going to get that, uh, and, and lots of them you'll cover as you get to the first, you know, you and you and you. Once you go, other people start to lose. Theirs are already taken, you know, that we forgot to do this or forgot to unlock the door or forgot to turn the clean the bathrooms or whatever. You know, so what went wrong? So you go through and you go through the the things that didn't go well and take some time. And this, the first one's a praise, a little bit shorter. The what went wrong, a little bit more discussion. But you've let them know that there's another category that you're going to get to. So this meeting only has a certain amount of time. We've we got to get to all the categories. And so what went wrong? And you go through all the different things. Make sure as a leader you start out, okay, uh, and make sure that it is um, – that, that it, it's much more of a, an, an analysis type of thing. And, and it's not like, well, you really screwed up, uh, you know, that type of thing. It's, there's not a blame, and we're not pointing fingers at people. We're just kind of saying, hey, here's some things that could have gone better. This didn't fall into place the way we thought it was going to go. And, and if you do the we word a lot in the what went wrong, you're going to be better off than like, well, you didn't turn the heat on and you didn't do this and you didn't do that. Uh, yeah, avoid the, the finger pointing thing and just be much more analysis. And, and oftentimes what really helps soften this is like, well, next time we're going to make sure that we get the microphone turned on sooner, you know, or next time, uh, you know, let's do, let's do that. Let's figure out a way. Let's work on this. Let's figure out a way to make this better next time. And you can spend a fair amount of time in the what went wrong. Now, if they're big, what went wrongs, you're going to probably say, you know what, we really need to kind of like, for example, if it were like a marketing or promotion side of thing, there's a lot of complexities to, you know, do we print things and hand it 
it to everybody so everybody knows about the event? Did we announce it on the local radio station? Did we have it, you know, banners, posters? I mean, there's a lot to that. And if you say, you know, we didn't have as many people come, I think I what went wrong is that we did not market things or promote it as well as we should have to our general public. If you're doing an event that reaches the public, then you say, you know what, that let's hold off on that. I think you're right, and let's get to that in a little while. We'll get to that next next meeting or at our regular staff meeting on Tuesday or or whatever. So you might need to kind of see that you don't get into the weeds, especially if you got a lot of people. You want to get all the people to say what went wrong and then, uh, you know, so that you get all the categories, right, and be taking notes. I mean, you know, man, ooh, okay, good, good, we covered that. You know what, I'll talk to so-and-so about that. Da-da-da-da. Okay, got that, got that, got that. Okay, when you get a lot of those done, here's what you need to say. You need to say, okay, yeah, I praise God it was a great event, and I knew we had some things that went wrong. And you just say, what, what else can we improve on? What else went wrong? And... Usually when you say, and what else, then you start to get, well, I didn't want to say this, but, and people will kind of pour out some of the bigger, you know, things that are a little bit more introspective. So make sure that you do, you do that. You can also do that at the end of this last one. And that is, okay, and I'll go review them again. What went right? What went wrong? What was confusing what was confusing and the confusing one the what we do here and often it overlaps with the what went wrong okay some degree is confusing is now we want to look as an outsider what was confusing to a new person because something that never happens in any of your meetings is first timers or outsiders never get a voice in your meeting you know why because they're not there, okay? So they, in other words, most meetings are your, your deacons, your leadership people, your teachers, your direct people. So you have to take time to go, what was confusing? Let's put our little hat on of the outsider hat, and what was confusing? Oh, we didn't announce this. We failed to announce that. I don't think parents knew that we had that. I, you know, the follow-up thing wasn't really good. Nobody knew uh, you know, where this was going. Nobody knew what time to do that. And you go through, and again, it is sort of a what went wrong, but the what was confusing makes you think of more than just like a technical thing that went wrong. You know, it rained like crazy, you know, on our event or, you know, we forgot the batteries in the microphone, uh, that kind of stuff. The what went conf- or what was confusing gets you to really think of the outsider. Okay. And that, and then at the end, you again, use that phrase and what else, and what else you think would be confusing to an outsider? Well, maybe they'd never thought of, you know, and people are going to think for a second, then they're going to give you some stuff. And some of those and what else things are some of the very, very best. So here you go. This is how to do it. What went right? What went wrong? What was confusing? Make sure you got the right people. Make sure you kind of work it around the table, like I was saying, and you will have some awesome, awesome meetings. You're going to really uh, love this type of meeting. Don't forget, if you are, if you've listened to a couple other things on the leadership on how to do some of these meetings, make sure you go back and catch those last couple death by meeting, death by deacon meeting, where we deal more with governance type meetings. And uh, make sure that you try to listen to those and download the worksheets at richkeep.com slash worksheet. 
tweets. And then while you're there, if you're a YouTube subscriber, okay, get your little finger and find that little button there. If you click on it on your phone or if you tap it with your mouse or whatever, uh, hit the subscribe button. We appreciate it so much. So anyway, Mike here at the Better Sundays podcast and uh, enjoying this so much. If you're a subscriber, uh, you can get this on uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Now we got that all set up. And of course, iTunes on the, uh, uh, the Apple platforms. And we're just so grateful to have you as our friend. So thanks for being with us. And we will see you next week as we continue our uh, thoughts and works on church leadership, how to be the very best leader you can be. So God bless. We'll see you next week.